Hello to all my lovely listeners and to all the football fans and welcome back for another episode of your favorite football podcast Gaffer's Advisor. This is your host Siddharth Kathuria and we continue to roll as the Premier League rolls past match week 3 and into the international break. But before that happens we have the latest results from match week 3 to talk about along with the Premier League table that is slowly but taking shape. So without further ado let Let's get into the first match of match week 3. The match that kicked off the match week 3 was a fixture that was very hard to call. With the defending champions Manchester City hosting a lackluster Arsenal at the Etihad, it was a tricky match to predict. The hosts were expected to win the match, but a little fight back was expected from the Mikel Arteta side as they were yet to get off the mark in the season points-wise and goal-wise. the scattered moments of brilliance shown by arsenal in the last season if there was an opportunity to consolidate them this match was it and as if on cue arsenal started the match on a positive note that positivity however lasted only a handful of minutes as city struck twice in the opening 12 minutes of the match thanks to gundogan and ferran torres and things started to look tough for arsenal A red card to Granit Xhaka and a third city goal by Jesus in the first half meant Arsenal could only hope to get off the mark in the goals department as the points were all but sealed for City. Things went back to worse for the visitors as they conceded two more goals in the second half without response and the final whistle came only as a relief to Arsenal players and fans alike. In a match that presented contrasting performances, Arsenal could only manage one shot in the entire match which was off target as well, while Manchester City slotted five past Burnley Leno. Arsenal could be hoping for a turnaround after the international break when they host their 19th place neighbor Norwich City in the next match week. Manchester City on the other hand will be traveling to the King Power Stadium to take on Leicester City in a rematch of their Community Shield encounter. The next match we talk about is the encounter from the London Stadium where the Hammers hosted the Eagles. West Ham, a team on a high after demolishing Leicester City in their previous league match, were expected to brush aside a Palace side that was yet to score a goal this season. On cue, Fornals was the man that broke the deadlock and handed the lead to the hosts as West Ham went into the halftime holding the lead. It was Crystal Palace's turn to respond and they equalized through Gallagher just inside the hour mark. However, the man who had backed the brace against Leicester in the previous match, Antonio, handed back the lead to West Ham only to see it get lost a couple minutes later as Gallagher struck again to complete his brace and seal one point for the visitors. West Ham would be looking forward to some consistency as they visit Southampton next, a club that held Manchester United and Newcastle United to draws in straight weeks. David Moyes needs to come up with a strategy that can break the Saints' defense if he has any hopes of leaving Saint Mary's Stadium with more than just a solitary point. Next match that came to us was from Carrow Road as Leicester City visited Norwich City hoping to right the wrongs from the previous match week. After suffering a 4-1 hammering at the hands of the Hammers, the Brendan Rodgers side was looking for some turnaround and more importantly a win that comes with 3 points. 
Their visit to the Carrow Road was expected to result in an easy win and a win they did get but it was far from easy as the Canaries saw to it that they not only troubled Casper Michael throughout the match but also ruined his clean sheet. Leicester may have walked out with a 2-1 win thanks to goals by Wardy and Albrighton. Norwich City did manage to make their point by managing not only more shots than Leicester but also more shots on target than the visitors. Even though Leicester City managed to get a win at Carrow Road, they still have a point to prove and will have their hands full in match week 4 as they host the defending champions Manchester City. The next fixture to look out for was the match between Liverpool and Chelsea which was played at Anfield. This was the match that had the potential to be the match of the weekend as former English champions were hosting the current European champions. Liverpool were playing at home and had a distinct home field advantage while Chelsea were buoyed by the arrival of their latest signing, former Manchester United and Inter Milan forward Romelu Lukaku. The encounter had all the ingredients to be a blockbuster of a match and both the squads were very much interested in drawing first blood and be on their way to a big W. Liverpool started the match on a positive note with a few chances falling to them but those chances were squandered by the lack of a decent finishing. It was Kai Havertz for the visitors whose beautiful glancing header found the back of the net and the deadlock was broken around midway in the first half with Chelsea taking a crucial lead. The half was far from over as just on the stroke of half time a review by VAR found Chelsea's Reece James handling the ball on the touch line which resulted in him being sent off and a penalty for Liverpool which was dispatched comfortably by the Egyptian forward Mo Salah to level the scores. Chelsea were reduced to 10 men at Anfield against Liverpool and half the match still remained. It was pretty apparent that Liverpool will be coming after Chelsea all guns blazing but it was up to the Thomas Tuchel masterclass to hold them at bay for an entire half. As a result, Chelsea dug their heels and defended with all they had with Mendy being at his absolute best and with a bit of luck were able to salvage a point at the end of the 90. Even with Liverpool enjoying two-thirds of the possession and having 24 attempts as compared to six shots by Chelsea, a frustrated Liverpool side will be visiting Allen Road to face Leeds United in the next match week, while Chelsea will be hosting Aston Villa at the Stamford Bridge while hunting for all three points this time. The next fixture was from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, where the Spurs took on a visiting Watford side. Nuno Espirito had started the season with a 1-0 win against the defending champions and had taken all 3 points with the same scoreline in his second match in charge as well. Going by the history of flair and flamboyance shown by the Spurs side and the managing style of Nuno Espirito, fireworks were expected from this match, especially considering the venue, the opposition Spurs were facing and the fact that Harry Kane was starting for the very first time this season. However, the match saw just the one goal being scored, a late free kick strike by Heung-min Son in the first half which sealed the match. Even though Watford tried their best to have some sort of an impact on the proceedings, the hosts were better in every aspect on the day and not only enjoyed majority of the possession but also managed almost as many shots on target as the total shots managed by Watford. The scoreline does not do justice to the chances and attempts taken by the Spurs but it was not meant to be more than the one goal for them. 
What the scoreline did achieve, however, was that Spurs are the only club this season to have a 100% win rate and see themselves sitting on the top of the league table. They travelled to Selhurst Park after the international break to take on a Crystal Palace side in hopes of maintaining this win rate and their hold on the top position in the table. Match Week 3 came to an end with an encounter that took place at the Molyneux Stadium as Wolves hosted a buoyant Manchester United after it was announced that one of the biggest names in the footballing world and Manchester United's history, Cristiano Ronaldo, was re-signing for the Red Devils. Wolves had put in a couple of decent performances in the previous two match weeks but had still ended up on the losing side, albeit narrowly. This meant that the Bruno Large side was itching to taste victory and to score their first Premier League goal this season, as they were yet to get off the mark. Manchester United, on the other hand, were entering this fixture on the verge of making history. Before this match, the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer side were 27 games unbeaten away from home in the Premier League, going back to January 2020. And a win or a draw in this match would have extended that unbeaten run to 28 matches, an English top-flight record. With Rafael Varane and Jadon Sancho getting their full debuts, the match was tilted in the favour of the visitors, but the host side had some other ideas. Wolves dominated the entire first half while coming extremely close to scoring and taking the lead on multiple occasions, including one on-the-line clearance by Aaron Van Bissaka after David De Gea was beaten. Adama Traore and Trincao were having their way on the flanks as United fullbacks, along with Fred in the defensive midfield, were finding it extremely tough to stop the continuous attacks. The first shot on target from the visitors came just under an hour mark and they were still to find their groove. Even though the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer side had the majority of the position, it was mostly in their own half as Wolves were relentless in their attack. The match remained at 0-0 till the last 10 minutes, mostly due to the heroics of David De Gea, who had shut shop and made possibly the save of the season when he stopped a double shot from point-blank range to deny the opener to Wolves. Ultimately, it was the Manchester United wonderboy Mason Greenwood who put one past Jose Sa and clinched the winner as the Wolves player protested the match not being stopped after Ruben Nevis was allegedly fouled by Paul Pogba. The allegedly controversial winner for Manchester United meant that the visitors got all three points while it was back to the drawing board for Bruno Large, who would be getting frustrated on his side not having scored a single goal this season. Manchester United will be going into the international break with a lot of anxiety as they host Newcastle United in match week four, but not before unveiling arguably their biggest signing in Cristiano Ronaldo. After the completion of match week 3, the transfer window is also in its final few days and the clubs are scrambling to get in their last-minute reinforcements until the window opens up again in the winter. The league table is also said to be taking shape but with 35 more match weeks to go, we are a long way from any considerable shape. Spurs sit at the top while Arsenal are at the bottom and unfortunately for Spurs and fortunately for the Gunners, this is not the final positions and with a league as uncertain as the Premier League, you never know when any club will surprise or shock the world. For more on the Premier League and the upcoming UEFA Champions League, do not forget to follow your favourite football podcast, Gaffer's Advisor, on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Anchor. 
Until the next episode, this is Gaffer's Advisor and your host Siddharth Kathuria signing off and wishing you all an amazing international break. Here is hoping for no or minimum injuries during the international break.